Welcome to Charlotte's Wandering Web with your adventurous guide to the good times, Charlotte Tweed. Each week, Charlotte takes you on the journey of a lifetime to a delightful Caribbean locale where the sun never sets on your good life at a great price. And now with her muy amigo, Carib Carter, here's your host, Charlotte Tweed. Hello, hello, hello. It is Carib Carter Clues, and welcome to Charlotte's Wandering Web, okay? I know it's one of your favorite podcasts we do at Offshore.club because Charlotte takes us into the real offshore world, the real expat world. So, Charlotte, what is going on in the real world of expats this week? You're down in Mexico, and it looks beautiful, by the way. So there we go. Yes, yes. And they just pruned the palm tree behind me. I don't know if you can tell that or not, or if it's close enough. Oh, yeah. It's so interesting watching them do the gardening here, because, I mean, we don't have palm trees in Canada. But they pulled out all the old dead stuff, and it kind of smells a little strange, almost like they put an oil or a protectant around it now. Right. It's uh, Yeah, and then some thought off some branches so it has a haircut and I, I find that fascinating because I liked gardening so to watch them prune this tree it's interesting well well it's just gorgeous do you know what those red red plants are behind you are they fake bougainvillea or whatever it's called no no there that's not bougainvillea that's um these ones here yeah I don't know what they're called yeah, but yeah, they're pretty. Whatever, whatever they're called, they're beautiful. And you are so lucky to be there. So this week you yeah. did a lot of chit-chatting with fellow expats to get a feel for their feelings about uh, living down there with you in Mexico, about the offshore life. Give us give us some, uh, some of your experiences day to day there. Yeah, well, we went back to conversational Spanish because... If you recall, the first time we went, there's a free class Wednesday nights at one of the restaurants here. And the first time we went, it went right over our head. So we decided to hire the instructor to come and do a few private lessons with us. And it helped. It was really good. She's a certified translator, very enthusiastic young lady. So we thought, okay, we worked with her for a month. Now let's go back to class as the conversational Spanish and see what's that, what that is like. So we went back to those. And it was much better this time than the first time we went. We felt very good. nice. A, yeah, a little bit past the sea dick run type of type of uh, conversation. Still newbies, and there was two new ladies there last night. Uh, the one lady that she was quite fascinating. She's actually Dutch, so she's lived in a few different countries, and it, it was interesting listening to to her talk about her schooling and languages and that type of thing. Because in Europe, they almost everybody there knows more than one language. Okay. So she said when she went to school, they had to learn English, German, French, Latin, and Greek. Wow. So, yeah. So her grasp of languages is pretty good. So now she's learning Spanish. And when the first time she left Netherlands, she went to live in Johannesburg. So she has spent a lot of time in South Africa. And she said she went to the country, absolutely fell in love with it. And then things started falling apart. I would say she was probably late 60s, early, early 70s, I would say. 
Right, right. She then moved to Canada to live from South Africa. Her daughter is still in Calgary. And then last August, she saw how things were going to hell in a handbasket in Canada and said, I have to get out of this country and bought herself a one-way ticket to somewhere she had never been before. And she ended up here. Excellent. <laughs> now, how long ago was that? A year ago? She said last August. So that just over a year she's just been. Just over a year. Just over yep. a year. Yeah. So she has, how many countries has she lived in? Five or six? Well, she well she's from the Netherlands and then she lived in South Africa. And then from oh, South yeah. okay. Africa, she went to Canada. Four. Four. Yeah. And now yeah. she's in Mexico. Yeah. Did she, now how did she by any chance do any kind of comparisons as to the lifestyle between those four countries? For cost of living, she said in South Africa, it's, it's a lot cheaper as well. She said real estate can be expensive. Of course, that would depend probably where you're buying it. But right. she's cost of living like food, and that is very comparable to here in Mexico. Wow. So, yeah. Excellent. Excellent. And how does she feel about Mexico? She's been there a year now. She's been there a year. How's her how's her experience there? She she likes it. She likes it here. It's it's funny, she talked more about the other countries than she did about Mexico, and we were more fascinated in hearing about the other countries too, because well, <laughs> we're all here now. It's <laughs> <laughs> you know all about it. You're yeah, there. Yeah. What was South Africa like? What, you know, so. Yeah, very, very. South Africa it was a very beautiful country. Yeah. It was a very, very beautiful country and very copacetic. I, I mean, now it's, uh, it is not, would not be high on my priority list to move to. But no, uh, I haven't looked at moving to South Africa either. I can say that's not on my my top no, list that's, so. that's definitely that's definitely not I'd love on my to visit. list <laughs> you, you know i have to be honest with you this may sound terrible but there is no place in africa that is on my list of places I, I, there's just not it when i was a little kid you know my dad was a methodist minister now this is a terrible confession folks but it's true my dad was a methodist minister and there was a song that we'd sing a hymn called where he leads me i will follow where mm -hmm. he leads me, I will follow. Honest to God. Now, as a little kid, I'm talking maybe seven or eight years old, I could not sing that song because I told my father, if he leads me to Africa, I'm not going. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's just. <laughs> but, but Mexico, definitely. Leave me there, God. Uh, yeah. I'm there. Done. <laughs> he led me here. This is where we are now. He opened the doors. Have you been to Africa, Carter? <laughs> I have never been to Africa. No, no, we have been to Africa. We've been to Morocco. Oh, and, you have? Yeah, and we've been to Egypt. So That's to, right. It, it, uh, that, that's Northern Africa, right? Northern Africa, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Very so, interesting countries. Uh, yeah, yeah. I no, I would want to live there. <laughs> the only Arab country I've been to was... Uh, um, and some people are going to say it's not a country and I don't want to get into the politics <laughs> with you. I don't mind getting to the politics, but I just want to say that offshore club members don't write me and correct me because I don't have, I, I am not going to argue with you one way or the other, but I've been to Palestine. Okay. Mm -hmm. AKA the West bank. Right. Yes. Yes. And that is the only Arab uh, country or Arab place, whatever you want to call it that I've been to. Mm -hmm. And actually Ramallah is, is, Believe it or not, Ramallah in the West Bank or Palestine, depending upon your preference, 
is a very, very pretty city. Yeah. Very pretty city. Yeah. 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 So, and, and it was very friendly and very nice. Great so, to visit. But, but back to yeah. Mexico. <laughs> no. <laughs> back, back to Mexico. So, so who, who else did we meet in this? Yeah. I mean, now that you're in a, in, in a Spanish class, you must yeah. be meeting a lot of expats who are there trying to learn the language with you. Well, this class, she's had some really good turnouts. She showed us and she was breaking them into beginner and advanced, but there was right. only five of us there last night. So, ah. which, which is okay. So it was a smaller turnout. Uh, the one gentleman, he's American and uh, he's, he was there the first time that we went. Somebody showed up very late, like we were ready to close up and everything already. Right. But there's another lady that we met. She's American as well. And she's lived here. It's it's like 12 or 13 years she's lived here now. And she had a very interesting story about her electricity. She wasn't at the, the conversational Spanish, but we met her okay. at, a, at a retirement party that we were invited to. <laughs> and she said when she moved here, she bought this old house, old house, tore it down built a brand new beautiful home on it i don't know how big it is i have no idea but she said when here when you build a new home on a property you automatically inherit the utilities they just go into your name like you don't i don't know exactly in the states you probably you pick your support your provider you go sign up and do all the right. things the okay property. she said here the phone number the everything that's in that dirt where you built the house automatically gets transferred to your name Good. So house was built, she moved in, and everything was working fine, and months went by, and she still hadn't received an electric bill. She thought, well, I better go down to town hall, wherever they she pays her electric bill, and see what's going on, because it's been six months, and I haven't received an electric bill. So she went down there, talked to the lady, took her address, everything, and said, I have not received an electric bill yet. So the lady behind the counter says, okay, let me check. Does her little typing on her computer, looks and she's, oh, well, I can see why you don't have electricity. You have no power. And she goes, yes, I do. And the lady goes, well, how do you know that? Because the <laughs> lights turn on. <laughs> I have electricity. And she's like, oh, okay, well, this is strange. Gets it all figured out. And okay, you should be good now. You'll get a bill next month. And the lady goes, well, what about the last six months? Don't worry about it. It's okay. Just that's fine. Are you serious? Okay. That is wonderful. <laughs> so <laughs> she went home. Months go by again. Still no electric bill. Still no electric bill. So she went back again to the same office. Different person. Brings her, you know, address, her title, everything. I am still, I, I have not received an electric bill. Like it's been a year. Oh, Okay, so look in the computer again. Well, this is why you don't get a bill. You have no electricity. <laughs> she goes, yes, I do. And they said, well, how do you know that? Because the lights come on. <laughs> I have electricity. I've been living here it's for years. wonderful. Year. It's wonderful. So the lady gets it all figured up. Okay, it should be good now. Just, you know, well, what about paying it? You'll get a bill. You'll get a bill. That's okay. It's okay. Okay. So she goes home again. Still, you know, a couple months go by. Nothing. 
Then finally, two men knock on her door and she opens it and they're from the electric company. And she's, you know, I've been expecting you. And they, they called her out and they said, can you tell us which power your electricity comes from? Does it come from this pole or does it come from this pole? And she's, I don't know. You tell me where my power comes from. <laughs> like, I don't know. I've been waiting for a bill. Nobody's sending me a bill. So then they're, oh, oh, you have a very big power bill coming. If you don't come and pay it within a couple of days, they're going to cut your power off immediately. Oh, man. <laughs> and she's, well, how much is my bill? And they said 52. It's a lot. It's a lot. 52,000 peso. Now, how much is that in dollars? Divide it by 20. And I, to me, I'm going, I think something was very, very wrong there because that seems extremely high. And she's, okay, I'll come pay it. And they're, really? You're going to, you're going to pay it? She's, yes, I will come down and pay it. So she went down, they took her down to the office and she went to pay her bill and they came and took her into a back room because the bill was so high. And she had to pay in cash. So she had to go and they had to count all the bills through the bill machine. I think she was paying for the whole electric, the whole neighborhood's bill because oh, yeah. my, my bill was, what was it? 175 peso or something. And so that was $9. So if she, 52,000 peso, either she's got her air conditioning running 24 seven or they just, oh. It sounds to me like she was paying for the whole city. I think so. I think so. So once she said they were going to pay it, they, I think, just quick hurried her down to the office. And <laughs> and she paid it. She paid it. She paid it. You know, that's it's a fascinating story because it really, one thing I think that that our viewers have to understand is it, it no matter which country you move to down there, it is a different way of life. You know, don't don't expect the normal. You're not going to get it. And when I had my home in Vista Bonita in Honduras, the electric bill would be a piece of paper wadded up and stuck in my chain link fence. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, what if it rains? And they said it washes away. <laughs> just there has to be power. a better way <laughs> there has to be i know you know when we did that one house sit when we first got to mexico and their only request was that we paid their power bill because we were originally supposed to stay there for six months it didn't work out but we said well how do we pay the power bill and they said oh every two months they just come and put the bill in the fence just like you said and you take the bill down and go pay it at the oxo okay that's what you do. You go pay it at which the OXO here in, in Mexico is very much like a 7-Eleven, a convenience store. You do everything oh, at OXO. Oh. Everything at OXO. Yeah. Strange. I think I think in Honduras you pay it at the bank, if I recall, is where I went to pay it. Yeah. But at, at any rate, it, it, folks, you just got to understand it's different. It's just different. And I don't care how they do it as long as it's cheap. That's exactly. <laughs> now the fifty-two thousand peso—that was excessive. I said that something was, that something was, was not right there. I think they picked the wrong pole for her <laughs> because that's crazy. That's crazy. I think they picked the pole that was serving the nearby soccer stadium. Is what happened. <laughs>
So yeah, that that's what expect the unexpected. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. It's yeah, it is a different life for sure. It's a different life. It's a different life. So yeah, you get used to that. All right, give us one more expat story because this is great. This really lets people know what real life is like. That's the beauty of Charlotte's Wandering Web. It's the real life. It's what you're, folks, what you're going to live down there, which is fantastic. It is. Yeah. Okay. Let me try and think. Those were the two I had in mind. Oh. You know, when you're put on the spot and you just, your mind just kind of goes blank. Oh, yeah. Happens to me all the time. Yeah. Expat yeah. stories. Okay, I have another one. Okay. So, <laughs> this is from an uh, American expat as well that we had met we through church. And they, he's a, a ex-military. So he, they ser he served in the military, him and his wife, and they're down here. And they went to get hamburgers. And he ordered a hamburger and he just wanted just a hamburger, beef hamburger with cheese nothing else on it just a cheeseburger that's all i want you know, sometimes you just want a ham and cheese you want something plain and right. like, well it, just cheese yes just cheese so he goes i don't know what they put on it but they obviously thought i was going to be missing out they put on you know the peppers they put on the onions they put everything on it and the one burger that he got too he ordered more than one burger for his family and he said it wasn't beef i don't know what it was like carne here is meat so meat, carne yeah he got jackrabbit. No way. A jackrabbit burger. <laughs> Are you so, serious? A jackrabbit burger. Well, it's meat. You want meat? You get meat. This is the meat we meat. have. We're, meat. Out of, we're out of beef. So if, if you want a beef burger, make sure if you're going to one of these, you know, little obscure stands, it's res. R-E-S is beef in Spanish, not oh. carne. I thought you used to think carne was beef. So who, you're going to get whatever meat they've got on the grill. Oh, because he just, they, carne is meat, period. Carne yeah. is meat. Did he have to say meat. how the jackrabbit tasted? Uh, he didn't seem to, he was kind of, well, you know, it's Mexico. You get, you get what you get sometimes. <laughs> he was okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is wonderful. That is wonderful. Jackrabbit. I don't, I guess, uh, I guess they're, you know, if you go out in the woods, they can probably shoot one and bring it yeah. in. And I guess jackrabbits are pretty good size. It's not like one of our little they tiny are. rabbits here. I, you know, I want to say they can get to, they can get to over 20 pounds, I think. In Canada, they're big. They are big. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and rabbit's supposed to taste good. I haven't had rabbit. It's supposed to taste like chicken, I've heard. So probably tasted like a chicken burger. Rabbit's very good. I like rabbit. Yeah. I used to see it when I was a kid. I haven't had it recently. Oh, Back when we, we lived in the country, there was a guy who hunted and he would bring my dad rabbits after, after he cleaned them. I mean, we, you know, we didn't get them. So, well, this is excellent. This is nice, nice uh, slice of life. I, 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 tell, I tell people you're going to love Charlotte's Wandering Web because it's a slice of life. Mm -hmm. You really learn what, it, what, what it's really like. Which is what, what our people want, so it's fantastic. Yeah, and it's fun to talk to the other expats. Like you said, you hear their stories of things that go through, you know, what happens to them when they go and buy a car. Or everybody seems to have a different experience. Everybody has a different answer when you ask them a question. <laughs> because it's Mexico. <laughs> it's Mexico. <laughs> it's Mexico. <laughs> it is great. Well, well, 
This has been wonderful. I appreciate it as usual. It's been delightful. Right. Absolutely. Let's let's plug the magazine one time before we leave. Folks, Alrighty. It is excellent. This is an excellent magazine. The Portugal edition. Yes. And they can get it. Go to escapeartist.com and hit the subscribe button. It's yes, the best. If, if you have any interest in Europe, Portugal is an excellent place to look at for relocating. Yeah. yeah. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. And the, ma the magazine, it's a great, great edition of the magazine and uh, all the articles. So thank you, ma'am. This has You're been great. Welcome. I love it. And we'll do it again next week, folks. There you go. I love I love talking with Charlotte because it's real life. Okay, there's no pretense. There's no selling you on it. This is this is what you get. What you see is what you get. And folks, what you get is pretty darn good in, in these South and Central American countries. So as I tell you every week, let's do this thing. <laughs>